So uh, it's notoriously difficult to try to demo a, a database um, feature on a phone because our, our uh, development community has done such a great job of building applications um, even with the lack of the database in, in Windows Phone 7. So what I like to do to show off um, the fact that we have a database um, is uh, show a little uh, Northwind mobile application that I built. So for anybody that's familiar with um, data technologies released by Microsoft anytime in the last oh, 20 years or so, um, you'll have played around with the, uh, the sample database um, that we provide called Northwind, um, which is basically a um, a company that, that sells um, food and, and other items. Um, and so what I've done here is, is taken that database and incorporated it into a, a modern uh, Metro UI on Windows Phone. Um, and so you can see that I have um, some interesting database queries here, like latest orders um, that shows you the last, I think, 10 um, orders that have, that have been um, recorded in this database. As you can see, uh, Northwind is not the most uh, modern data set. The last order is from 1994, but it proves the point. Um, so I'm doing clearly doing an, an order by query there. Um, similarly, I'm showing um, some of the items that are running low, um, ordered by um, the, the quantity remaining. Um, and I can also dive in and look at the customers list um, from, uh, from that database. So here are all the, the contacts that are in, in Northwind. Um, if I dive in on a particular customer, um, I can see the orders um, that are listed for that customer. So again, I'm doing um, a query uh, against the database using uh, link to SQL um, and being able to, to pull up those orders. Um, I can also dive in on a particular order and look at um, the items here. This one's not that interesting. There's only one item. Let's see. So here we've got a few different items, um, and I'm able to, to easily um, query and, and sum up um, those items into the, the total at the bottom. I can also uh, go ahead and delete an item here using the, the toolkit um, context menu control, and I just recalculate that, that order total at the bottom. Um, so that's kind of the, the database piece and, and just kind of showing um, the, the power of having a database on the phone. Um, and one of the questions that we get often is, can I take a, a desktop database and bring it over to the phone um, to, to run in my application? Um, and so that's not a, uh, an officially supported scenario, but obviously um, you can see here that um, that is something that, that works in the case of Northwind. Um, one last thing that I'll show here, if I dive back into this particular customer, um, we're, we've also added the ability to um, query the contacts database on the phone um, in Mango. And so here I'm doing something kind of subtle, which is um, I've got this, uh, this contact for, for the sales representative of uh, this Alfred's company um, in the Northwind database, but I also have it as a uh, contact in my contacts list on the phone. And so whereas Northwind doesn't have uh, contact photos um, in the database itself, I can mash up effectively the, um, the contact information that's um, in, the, uh, in the, the contacts list in, in the People Hub with the, the contact information that I have um, in Northwind and, and get this nice uh, profile picture here. So it helps to you know, really uh, brighten up um, these, these application experiences with the, the data that the user has on their phone. Welcome to the Knowledge Chamber. I'm your host, Robert Hess. Now, when you think about computers, it's not that hard to think about the importance of 
data on those computers and access to data and making that data accessible to the users to interact with and manipulate and see what's going on. Even though users don't think about databases, we think about databases quite a bit. And that's why Windows Phone Mango is going to have database support in it. Here to talk to us about the database support on Windows Phone Mango is Sean McKenna. Thanks, John. Hi, Robert. Now, in, in the demo we saw, we saw using the Northwind database, yep. uh, which uh, you know, I first remember coming out with old, old Access. Mm -hmm. um, I'm assuming Access isn't what's working on, on the Mango phone. But, uh, uh, no, we don't, we don't unfortunately have support for Microsoft Access on Windows Phone. It just barely fell yeah. below the, <laughs> the cut line. Um, but what we do have is uh, support for a local database um, for applications that are built for Windows Phone um, with the Mango release. Um, and so that's built upon um, SQL Compact, uh, SQL Server Compact technology, um, but with an API surface that's um, based on Link to SQL, um, which is a, a desktop technology that a lot of people are familiar with. So, so in other words, we're not having to construct as text strings a SQL query and, no. and pass it in. No, you're not. So you're, Thank goodness. You, yes. I, uh, I never could quite, quite understand that. You got, you know, you got your, your, your update and your queries and so like that, and each one has a different format to it, and the code used for making one, you got to totally change it. Uh, let's, just, let's just not go there. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people like it, um, probably because they're familiar with it, and it, I think it makes sense if you're in the middle, if, if you're in the context of like SQL Server Management Studio and you've got all the tooling available there, but anytime you look at it in the context of managed code, it ends up, there's this major impedance mismatch of, you know, I've got the, all this nice managed code with syntax highlighting and telesense and all that, and then I go to do a SQL query and I have to kind of format the string myself. Um, and so, yeah, the, the decision that we've made around how we support that on Windows Phone is to exclusively use uh, a link to SQL uh, managed surface area. And so you're, you're writing um, link style queries um, in managed with full IntelliSense support, strong typing, um, and, but you can access a database and get all the, the performance um, capabilities that that provides. Mm -hmm. Now, for, for developers that are used to using, you know, full SQL database engine behind them using Link to SQL or other, other mechanisms, mm -hmm. um, and you're talking about SQL Compact is what's on the phone, yep. what are some of the things that they aren't going to find that SQL Compact isn't capable of doing that a full-on SQL database could? Um, yeah, so some of the things that you might do on a uh, like an enterprise server type database would be things like store procedures and you know triggers and that type of um, more complex um, data management uh, techniques. Um, for phone applications that tend to be much uh, simpler and you know self-contained, um, we feel you're not really um, missing anything by not having those. Um, those are generally not available in, in, in mobile database technologies in any case. Um, mm -hmm. And so there isn't really anything um, that, that springs to mind in terms of you know, major features, um, database, pure database features that are missing from, from what we're supporting. Yeah, because you know, triggered triggers and stuff like that are more for databases that are constantly running in the background with multiple people hitting across yes. and so when this person does this, this person's alerted about it. Yep. And that's really, I mean, we're not going to have multiple people hitting a phone database and, and the phone's not going to be sitting back in some server room someplace with the database constantly spinning and churning. Yeah, I should, I should point out you can't run a database server on the phone yeah. either, um, yeah. which I, I think is a good thing for the user um, yeah. that you don't have a database server sitting there waiting for incoming connections from, from some external yeah. entity. <laughs> Um, so yes, that that is also not supported, and, and thus those those features of, of larger database technologies are not not critical. Mm -hmm. Now, so if if, if SQL is coming to Windows Mango, mm -hmm. that means Windows Seven didn't have database support on it at all. Correct. Um, if I wanted to do database type stuff, how would I do it on Seven? 
Yeah, so there were really uh, two options you had. If, um, if you wanted to have data stored locally on the phone so that it was available offline um, and that you could query it immediately, um, you really had to um, store that data in just flat files. Um, you could either serialize it out to XML or use binary serialization, um, or even if it was simpler data, um, there's an isolated storage uh, settings uh, construct which gives you sort of a property bag that you can store. Um, the other option that, that we suggested to people was if it makes sense for your application, you can store that data in the cloud um, because the phone usually has a network connection and so you, know, you can do a query against a, a cloud service and get that data back if you have larger amounts of data um, or need to do you know, really interesting queries against it. Um, so those were the two options. We were, you know, we had to make some tough cuts in seven. I think I, I watched um, Peter Tor's uh, discussion with mm -hmm. you about multitasking. It was a very similar situation where this was a, a large investment that we wanted to make to make sure that we did it right. Um, and it just didn't fit in, in the initial release um, for Windows Phone 7. Um, and so we you know, made the investment in Mango to bring it back. We always knew that we, we were going to need to add a database. Mm -hmm. um, and we just wanted to take the time to do it right. Mm -hmm. I know, like I've, I've been working on this little uh, cocktail application. Um, and on so Phone 7, um, I was just doing XML queries to a server, getting the data back, to, yep. back from that, and just storing it in an XML stream. Yep. And I was able to do database-like things in there, uh, but I can see where having a full-on database might be kind of handy for yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting uh, feature in the sense that um, we always knew our developers, a lot of them would be able to work around it. And that, that was part of why we were able to sort of swallow hard and, and take that cut, because we said, you know, a lot of developers, this will be painful, but developers that are motivated will be able to make their applications work um, even without, without a database. Mm -hmm. um, whereas if you know, we can't install an app, then you know, we've got bigger problems. Um, but we, we realized that there was, there was pain to doing that and the developers weren't able to invest as much time in adding additional features because they were making sure to try to optimize how they did data access and, and build up you know, a, a cloud, um, cloud service or other workarounds. And so with, with adding a local database in, in Mango, now it's much simpler to do your, your data access piece of your app and you can move on to delighting your users in other ways. Mm -hmm. Now, do you expect all people that wrote flat file data access with Windows Phone 7 to uh, switch to a database style app on uh, Mango immediately? I don't think so. I mean, certainly if you've already invested a lot of time and, and done a lot of optimizations on your 7 application, you're comfortable with the performance that you're getting there and, and kind of the maintainability of it, then you, know, you may not want to move over right away. Um, also, if you are manipulating fairly small amounts of data, so um, the example I like to give is if, you're, if you've written a game and you're storing maybe the user's um, top top scores or you know information about which which level they've made it up to, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's on the order of you know 15 records kind of thing. It doesn't make sense to, to spin up a database to do that. Um, Even if you want to query against that and resort well, it again, you know, if you want to look at the top five of the the high scores yeah. out of ten, you know, yeah. no, it doesn't really make sense yeah. because really, um, in those cases, you can you can load that entire file into memory and do your queries against against the objects in memory. Um, the the real power of the database is the case where you've got a larger data set than you would ever want to have in memory at, at any given time. And so in that case, the, the database provides a much more efficient way of doing it. If the amount of data that you have is so small that you might as well just load it up and manipulate it and then write it back to the disk, it, it just doesn't make, make a lot of sense. 
I, I suppose that brings up another good point, talking about you know, database that is larger and you want to store in memory. Mm -hmm. uh, that brings to mind the fact that, okay, now we're going to have these application developers that are realizing, hey, I can store huge amounts of data potentially on this device. Mm -hmm. um, do you see a problem then of users running out of memory space on their phones? Um, I don't think so. So I mean, we have a we do have a limit on the size of the database that you can store. We capped it out at 512 megabytes, um, and so you know an application won't be able to create a single database that fills your in, entire storage space. Um, but generally, we've sort of counted on developers to do the right thing um, and for users to be able to kind of monitor their usage. Mm -hmm. um, and we always have the, the capability, if an app is really doing something uh, destructive to, to a broad set of users' phones, that we can revoke that app from mm -hmm. the marketplace. So we have a number of uh, sort of checks and balances that we can use to make sure that, that users aren't being harmed. But ultimately, you know, database is just a tool. You could just as easily you know, write a bunch of flat files to your isolated storage and, right. and, and fill up the phone that way. So right. um, it, it's really no worse than we were before. Again, I guess one thing so much as, as being malicious and filling the phone, just thinking that you know, now that I've got this big database, um, I can store more data, and, and just thinking, well, of course the user thinks my application is the most important. Well, so he's not going to care if my application is storing a lot of data. And if I install five applications like that that I rarely use, yep. um, I guess it's, you know, buyer beware. I mean, pay attention to what's going on in your phone. And if you've got an app that's using up a lot of space and you don't really need it that much, maybe it's time to get rid exactly. of it. Exactly. And, you know, all of the, the state for that application is fully self-contained um, within the phone. So if a user sees that, you know, a particular app is starting to store massive amounts of data and, and it doesn't make sense for them to have that app anymore, they simply go and uninstall it and all that data disappears immediately. There's no, you know, remnants of it hanging around anywhere. Um, and so there's, it's a fairly clean way of, of being able to, to manage that. Mm -hmm. Now for phone developers, I mean, I'm seeing that um, some of the people that are a, a, approaching the phone as a development platform um, aren't your traditional big application ISVs, mm -hmm. or just, just hobbyists, you know, playing mm -hmm. around writing games or, or whatever, yep. that may not be people that have done database programming in the past and may not really uh, think about the concepts about database programming. Yep. I mean, if I was one of those developers yep. and I'm hearing all this database talk and I'm thinking, isn't that COBOL sort of thing? I don't do COBOL, I do C-sharp programming. Yep. Um, where would they go to find out how to properly use a database? Um, so the, the best place to go to learn how to use a database for Windows Phone is MSDN. Um, so we've got lots of great topics there and samples um, showing, you know, right from the, the most basic, you know, single table, just a few columns, up to more complex um, applications. Um, we've also got some best practices uh, topics available there. So that's a good place to get started on the phone. Um, if you want to get into, you know, really understanding um, the, the full power of, of Link to SQL, there's tons of resources out there from, you know, books and, and again, MSDN and, and blog posts and Stack Overflow and um, all those resources, you'll find tons of information on Link to SQL. That was one of the, the benefits of using an existing um, database API was that you know, there's all that content already out there. Um, now, there will be a few things that are potentially discussed in, those, um, in that content that doesn't apply down to the phone. 
um, the primary one being um, the ability to write raw SQL, um, which is provided in Link to SQL as kind of a, a backdoor mechanism if you absolutely need to. Um, that facility is not available on the phone. But otherwise, you know, for the most part, anything that you find on, on Link to SQL um, out on the web or in, in books will be applicable to the phone. So yeah. those, are, those are probably the two, two places to get started. Any of you developers out there thinking about starting to use database Link to SQL is a lot easier than trying to write those SQL queries by hand. That SQL query is just ugly, ugly stuff. Yeah, and then the other nice thing is um, we've we've tried to think about it from um, the perspective of a developer that isn't necessarily when they start their app thinking about making it based on a database. So we've taken sort of a what we call a code first approach where you don't design your, your database schema first, you design your object model first. And so I, I create my objects, I create the relationships between those objects much the same way as I would if I were going to serialize them out to XML or you know, store them some other way. Um, and then you simply go through and, and decorate those your object model with the appropriate attributes to say, okay, this uh, this class is a table, this property within this class is a column, um, and so there's a few little um, indications that you have to give to the platform to tell us, okay, when we turn this into a database, how should it look? Um, but you can actually start your application and not have to decide right away whether you're going to use a database. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's kind of a nice um, way of, of being able to you know, get started, do some prototyping before you decide on sort of the final architecture. Hmm. That sounds like a nice approach. Nice yeah. approach I think. Well, uh, before we cl close off here, um, are there any particular features of Windows Phone Mango that, that you really like? Um, so I've talked about developer features. Um, obviously, I, you know, I'm quite happy that we have a database now and, and access to, to contacts and calendar information. Um, probably from an end user perspective, um, the feature that I that I am quite fond of is the ability to do uh, text to speech in, um, or sorry, speech to text in. Um, uh, text messages. Um, so this is a, a common case where you know I don't want to actually have to type out even though it's only 140 characters or whatever. Being able to just say the um, the message that I want to send um, and then fire it off has been um, quite a bit simpler than than typing it out. Great. Let's take a look at how that how that works. So let's take a look at this feature. So um, as I mentioned, this is something that uh, I like to use when I'm out and about and, and don't have a hand uh, free to necessarily um, type out a message. So I can just tap on um, the little microphone here. Say your message. I love channel nine. And there you go, it nailed it. And I can just send that off as a regular text message. So that really saves me a lot of time. Wow, that looks pretty cool. I mean, I can, I can see using that quite a bit, perhaps. Um, now, is the phone doing the speech-to-text conversion? No, it actually sends it out to uh, a service um, called the Tell Me service. That was an acquisition that Microsoft made several years ago, um, which we've continued to invest in. Um, so that's when you'll, you'll see in the, the experience that, you know, as the, uh, once you say the message, it does this kind of thinking UI, and that's where it's sending it out to the service and, and coming back. Um, oh. But it, it's quick enough that it doesn't really feel like it's doing a, a network round trip. Yeah, that's kind of because that, that means you know you've got a, a big gigantic server that's doing the conversion right. rather than trying to rely upon the processing. And it's the being phone. updated regularly and and improved upon. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's well, well, thanks a lot. Uh, I appreciate the time you spent with us showing about the uh, database, the Northwind database, and the speech to text feature on Windows Phone Mango. All right, yeah. thanks, Robert. Hopefully that gave you some insights about how Windows Phone Mango can better improve your ability to write database applications for the phone moving forward. And I'm sure that databases just get constantly better and better on the phone. So check out your application, look out about a database, see how it can work, and check out Link to SQL. Thanks for joining us.